Hello? Is anyone out there? It's me, your host, the lost little boy, Christopher the Ruple, joined with... I have once been surrounded by bears, Sam. Uh, not so lost, Brandon. I belong in the dirt, Noelia. And? Mm, I don't like the cowboys. Really? No, I like the just being silly. Liar! I don't lie. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the be- I, I have been surrounded by bears, but they're not the, like, wilderness kind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and hey, welcome back. Welcome to a new year of the podcast. This is the first episode of the year. Uh, and with January being, you know, the first month of the new year, it's time for New Book Month. Woo. So for, for the new year, every January, we choose for whatever many month, weeks are in January, uh, we choose new books that we've never read before, uh, and I decided to choose a series of Choose Your Own Adventures we've never touched called... Uh, 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 uh. I hope you got that. That's fancy. Yeah, Try uh, to Google that one. Uh, a Choose Your Path book is what this one is called. Oh. A Choose Your Path. A Lost in the Wild by Ryan Jacobson. And on the cover has a girl with some sweet Jankos. And uh, she's standing in front of a bear that looks pretty mean. And the boy's like, Did I pet it? Kitty. Can, can I pet that dog? Oh, yeah. She's can I pet that dog? Jankos. You've seen that video, right? Yeah. <laughs> that little kid, like, up in the. You've seen that, right, Chris? No, I don't care. <laughs> it's this kid that's on, like, this porch, and the bear's there, and the kid's like, can I pet the dog? And, she's, and mom's oh, like, no! Yeah. I want to pet the dog! <laughs> no, Billy, you can't pet the dog. I want to pet that dog! <laughs> can I pet that dog? So, yeah, here we are. We're gonna read this book called Lost in the Wild. Let's see if we'll survive. Or will we get eaten by bears or wolves? Both. Yay! So, should I read the prologue and how to use this book? Section? No. Yeah. I got one yeah, one no. <laughs> Sam, you're the tiebreaker here. Let's do it just because who knows. Watch, there's some weird third rule. <laughs> Alright, so how do you use this book? Lost in the Wild is a work of fiction. Many of the dangers presented what? are done so to create drama. <gasps> what? Oh Alright, no, trash it. A I book? Can can make things up? For instance, black bears and gray wolves are shown as vicious animals. In real life, while you should be cautious of them, there's little reason to fear them. Okay, There's still reason to that. fear them. See page 150 for more Wait, information. I'm, can you make a non-fiction choose-your-own-adventure? They did. The, what's it called? The, the... choose-your-own-pearl-harbor. <laughs> 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 You're so right. <laughs> I also have one on the Renaissance as well from the same uh, series. Try not to get the black leg. <laughs> as you read this adventure, you'll sometimes be asked to jump to a distant... Okay, yeah, no, we know how to do this shit. Okay, so it's nothing special. I was just saying if there was anything else of, like, the be careful, like... Yeah. Like that one book that I don't think we read it, but it was like the football one where it was. Oh like, yeah, that was Goosebuds who did yeah. that one. I want to find that book because it seems so fucking weird. Yeah, like you get points and shit. Ooh. And uh, yeah. And then it was like it. it There's keeps... also a Sonic a, a Sonic one where you have to like give yourself stats and shit. Oh. Whoa, that yeah. sounds amazing. Actually. Yeah. And like one of them is cool, and you should max the out cool, cool stat. Yeah. Just max out cool and nothing else. Yeah, nothing, and then speed, because it's Sonic. Mm-hmm. Gotta go fast. Yeah. Nah. Gotta be cool and fast. Not as fast as uh, cool, though. Yeah. Like, we would need to be yeah. cooler than fast. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So, prologue. Way past cool. Prologue time. <laughs> you scan your memories trying to remember what you read. How to survive a bear encounter. How to survive a bear encounter. How to survive a bear encounter. The book was very specific, but the answer depends on the type of bear. Now your sister is face-to-face with a large, angry black bear. Oh, you're starting in action, right? But what should you tell her? Run, climb a tree, stand your ground. Everything depends on this decision. If you make a mistake, it could mean the difference between life and death. But you can't remember what to do. 
and you're running out of time, turn to page seven. Whoa! Oh, we didn't get, oh damn, we didn't get That's a the pro. It's the prologue. Goddamn. Chapter one, camp out. You're reading a book called Survival Kids. Your youth's guide to staying safe in the great outdoors. Mine disease is real. <laughs> Check yourself for ticks. We have bug spray. We have bug spray. We're good. There you go. Uh, also, your sister kind of looks like uh, Kristen Stewart a little. Yeah. 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 In Twilight or in uh, Twilight? Zithero? Uh, Zithero. I say Zithero. Yeah. Yeah. Because she doesn't have uh, the the, bu- the Bucky Beavers. <laughs> you ever realize that? <laughs> this is the second time we're talking about Twilight. And, God damn it. But it's technically the first. <laughs> Six times. We'll have to go shit time traveling. You remember the day your parents told you about the camping trip to Minnesota's Boundary Waters. You were so excited that you cleaned your bedroom, folded the laundry, and even offered to organize a garage. You'd never been camping before, but your sister Kate is an outdoors nut. She made camping sound like a perfect vacation. Unfortunately, you didn't know how, to, how hard it would be. You miss your video games and air conditioning, and let's not forget, sleeping on a soft mattress. I feel you, kid. Of course, Kate is having a great time, but why does she like it here? The air is thick with bugs, so thick it makes the sunlight seem dampened and dull. The endless buzzing, stinging, and itching really freak you out. So you retreat to your blue tent. You're safe inside, and you can almost forget about all the wild creatures that prowl the forest. As long as you're sitting there, you decide to read your new book, Survival Kids, A Youth's Guide to Staying Safe in the Great Outdoors. But you're soon interrupted by the sound of your tent's entrance being unzipped. You look up and see your 14-year-old sister peeking through. Her long brunette hair, a tangled mess, yet still beautiful. That's weirdly... I don't know, that, that's a weird thing. Like, <laughs> weird I added the last part. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's one of those books now. Stepbrother, stepsister? Yes. Are you even coming out? She asked. No! I'm no. coming Ow. No, you're clearly not. It says <laughs> no, you snap. Your family has shared some pretty terrible vacations. Food poisoning in South Dakota's Badlands. I mean, that's... Hey, guess what the nice thing about the Badlands is? It's just a giant toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Car trouble in Kentucky's Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> Get the car started. Get the car started. <laughs> just push the car down the hill. And a flu outbreak on the way to New York City. No, no, no. The you just got the New York bug. That, that wasn't that was COVID, was it? Oh, no. <sighs> but you have a feeling this trip is going to be the worst. Fine, says Kate. See if I care. She backs out of the tent, disappearing from view. Zip it up, you shout after her. Then you hear a zipping noise from her pants. Not what I meant. <laughs> okay, that's not what happens. <laughs> You're letting all the bugs in. Now, next, it's your mom's turn. She calls from outside the tent. Honey, I'd like you to come and join us for a while. Huh? Not until I know it's safe, you answer. We only have seven bears around the camp. It's okay. <laughs> you have nothing to worry about. Oh, wait, no, this is your dad. Your mother and I are here to protect you. <laughs> what about the mosquitoes? How will you protect me from them and their fucking diseases, Dad. Kate laughs in her annoying high-pitched squeal. <laughs> mosquitoes? You're afraid of mosquitoes? That's enough, Kate, says your mother. It's not 
funny, you holler. They could bite you and give you that virus, the one that makes people sick. Obviously. Outside, Kate whispers, I think Jamie means, or sorry, Jamie. I think Jamie means West Nile. Then she adds loudly, that's ridiculous. Your chances of getting sick from a mosquito are so small, I can't even calculate it. It's like a billion to one or something. Now come out. I want to go swimming. Mom's probably swimming. No, no. There's no vaccine for this one. What will you choose to do? You're afraid of the great outdoors, but reading your book makes you feel safer. Plus, if something bad happens, your book might better prepare you to handle it. However, maybe Kate is right. There's probably nothing to fear. If you stay inside your tent, she's going to tease you for years. Besides, swimming sounds like fun. <laughs> It's time to get out and enjoy your family vacation. If you choose to stay in your tent and continue reading, turn to page 40. If you choose to put away the book and go swimming, turn to page 35. I want to speed run the sister getting eaten. Yo, I want to so stay swimming? inside, yeah. though. Uh, reading, swimming, Sam? Swimming! <laughs> going swimming, we Sorry. Damn. I mean, personally, I'd rather go swimming. My thing is, is you should have read the book... On the way. You shouldn't read it once you're there. You he's should've... probably, like, constantly reading it, and that's why he's so fucking afraid of shit. Yeah, true. You're right, you admit. I'm being silly. Let's do it. Let's do it in the water. Let's go oh, swimming. <laughs> Brandon's face. Did you All phrase right. it like that, or did they phrase it like I that? I phrase it like okay. that. Okay. Everything's me phrasing it. Come on, guys. All right. Never... She exclaims. I'll go and get my swimsuit, the one you like. Stop! <laughs> she, she winks at you. You smile and tell her, don't walk down to the lake without me. That part I didn't add. Page 18. You added the wink. The wink I added, Okay. Yes. And the one that you like. Yeah. You Chris is up. making it into no. the biggest danger is going to be What's wrong, incest. Step, bro? The biggest danger is incest. No one likes deformed babies. No one likes Conan O'Brien and his incest-filled family tree. <laughs> I learned something new today. He, he said that it wasn't like he found out that like he's a hundred percent Irish, and the genealogist is like, "There's that's because you're there's nothing in your bloodline except for incest." He's like, "You have to be inbred. Like there is no other explanation other than inbreeding. Not necessarily incest. Yeah, inbreeding. But yeah, inbreeding. So yeah." So not necessarily as fucked up, but still. Still pretty funny. I still love where he's like, this is a pure Irishman. Then he does like the weird walk yeah. and like shows off how long his legs are. <laughs> you stroll up the trail toward camp and you laugh about the great time you had swimming. Oh, you don't get to go swimming. You don't get to choose whether you want to use the pool noodle or a fucking tube. Pee in the lake. Yeah, whether you pee in the lake and let the fish crawl up in there. Because mm -hmm. we're in the Amazon. <laughs> the cool lake water was a refreshing escape from this hot day. Well, she's only hurt a little bit. And who would have guessed that your sister could be so much fun? Especially when her nips fell out. Stop! But as <laughs> the trail it, leads up through the forest, your fears She is 14! Uh, I believe you mean 18, and you're 18 as well. <laughs> Step-sibling, am I right? <laughs> oh. But as the trail leads up through the forest, your fears return. There could be a skunk, an owl... Or coyote around every bend. Or a skunk coyote. The oh. weird hybrid. Oh, those are scary. <laughs> a skunk When you reach your family's campsite, your mom and dad are cooking hot dogs by the fire. You devour a couple of blackened wieners. Then <laughs> you watch your sister beat for loading too. Uh, with, <laughs> then you hurry back inside your tent. You're glad you... Damn it. <laughs> 
You're glad you shared your, that time with Kate, but you wonder if she'll share the tent with you next. I don't know what's <laughs> real or not. I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> this book makes it really easy. I'm just saying. You're glad you shared that time with Kate, but you wonder if you would have been better off reading your book. Once you finish it, you won't have anything to worry about. You'll stay safe no matter what happens. Oh my god. Fortunately, there's still time to read a few pages before sunsets. You flip open the book and begin a new chapter. How to Survive a Bear Encounter. Turn to page 11. Yes. Fire. The, The world around you is dark. You must have fallen asleep reading. But what awakens you? As if answering your question, Kate whispers beside you. Psst, Jamie, Jamie, wake up. You rub the sleep from your eyes. You notice she's wearing that nightgown. You really <laughs> Stop it, Chris. <laughs> the book gives me it. What time is it? Almost 4 a.m., she says. Mom and Dad won't be awake for a while. Want to sneak away with me? <laughs> I'm going to go get one. Was that real? Was that real? Oh. Dang it! It is almost 4 a.m., though. Uh, that's way too early. You roll over, hoping to fall back asleep, but Kate grabs your arm and pulls you toward her for a deep, passionate kiss. <laughs> okay, she does pull you toward her. She clicks on a flashlight and shines it into your face. The pain is intense. You squint. You try swatting the light away. It doesn't help, clearly. Knock it off, Kate. Jamie, get up. I need your help. Turn to page 27. Not a lot of choices. Oh, apparently we're on chapter two, though. Surprise! Mm. Need some water from all these great jokes. It's not water. You're right, that isn't water at all. (laughs) That's liquor. (laughs) Oh, by the way, the uh, drink of the day is the wild thing. If you want the recipe for it, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkenbookclub. I post all of our recipes on there. Fun fact. Uh, What do you mean you need my help, you ask? It's Mom and Dad's anniversary today, says Kate. I want to do something special for them, but I can't do it without you. But I made them go on this fucking camping trip. You try to remember your older sister ever asking for your help before. You don't think she has. The surprise of her doing so is enough to jolt you awake. You see, sit up in your sleeping bag, feeling important. What do you need from me? Mom and Dad are still awake. We can sneak out and catch some fish, then we'll... No way! You interrupt. It's too dangerous. I'm staying right here. It's their anniversary. Think about all the nice things they do for us. They deserve this. And they want some shitty fish from the lake. That's what they truly deserve. Whoa, 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 whoa. Michigan fish. That means they're going to be stinky. (laughs) You shake your head. My book says that when you're camping in the woods, you should never go anywhere without telling an adult first, said the Melvin. But they're both 18. <laughs> oh, this picture looks weird. I don't know. Like something about that feels weird, right? I need an adult uh, adult. The perspective <laughs> on her face is not great. Yeah, you look weird. You look like the like fucking Glenn or Glenda <laughs> from fucking what's it called? Ch- Seat of Chucky. There was this little boy uh, at the theater the other day who looked just like the Glenn or Glenda, ba- like this. The what's it called? Seat of Chucky. Oh. And uh, what's it called? I I like told my friend that, and he was all like, "Yeah, you're right. Why are you being mean to kids?" I'm like. I ain't mean when they look like that. <laughs> Life was mean when they made them look like that. Yeah, I was gonna make that joke. Oh, forget your stupid book, says Kate. This is really important. She pauses and then adds, Please, I'll take your turn washing dishes for a week and then stroke your cock. What? But Kate, I don't, I can't 
Just go without me. I will if I have to, but I'm not good at canoeing alone. You know that. You laugh so loudly that Kate hushes you. You're right, you tell her. Without me, you'd probably end up battling around in circles. She ignores your teasing. What if I go and something happens to me? How would that make you feel? I wouldn't care. It was your idea. You answer gruffly. Kate smiles. You'd be haunted by guilt. She punches your arm playfully. Come on. You know I'm good at sucking cock. God damn it, Chris. What in the fuck? I hate it. I hate it. Come on. You know I'm good at the fishing part. We won't be gone long. What will you choose to do? Before now, Kate has never asked for your help. She wouldn't do something. Yeah, we get this. Okay, what are we going to fucking choose? Let's go fishing. Fuck it. Uh, if you choose to help Kate catch fish, turn to page 42. Yeah, we're going fishing. If you choose you know to stay in your tracks. tent, go back to page 14. Fish attract bears. Mike's answer, 42. Mm-hmm. Fish attract bears. So you want you, you Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. page 42. He wants to impress his sister. <laughs> I'll beat up this bear for you, sis. I hate both of you. <laughs> bear beats your life. You sigh, admitting defeat. All right, fine, I'll go. Thank you. Kate leans forward and squeezes your cock. Let's get Stop. moving. I want to be back before Mom and Dad wake up and remember to be quiet for a change. Oh, my gosh. Kate is always telling you what to do, and most of the time, not very nicely, even when you're helping. You glare at her. I'm not doing this for you, you know. <laughs> I'm doing it for Mom and Dad. So am I, she says snidely. Do you think I want you tagging along? Good. Then I'll stay here. You lie back down. No way! You already promised to come! (laughs) 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 Sitting up, you snatch your blue backpack and begin stuffing it with supplies. A map, a flashlight, a condom, and your book. A flashlight. (laughs) You don't need a flashlight when your sister's your flashlight. No, I I think you mispronounced flashlight. You don't always have to be so mean. You started it. But then Kate smiles. I'll tell you what. I'll try to be nice just for today. Baka. Please. That was that. Out of all the crap, that was the worst thing. Yeah, I'll I, let you I, finish. You don't exactly believe her, but reluctantly you agree to do the same. God. And you're all packed, she tells you. Grab some snacks from the bear bag. That's the bag in the tree down the path. We keep our food there so the bears can't reach it. I know what a bear bag is, you fucking... Bitch. <laughs> I thought you said bareback. <laughs> right. Right, sorry. I'll get the fishing gear and life jackets. She creeps away, leaving you to finish gathering your things. But if she wants you to pack food, you won't have room for everything else you might need. In fact, with the map, the flashlight, your book, and the food, you only have room for four more things. What will you choose to bring? To pick four items, turn to page 146. Oh my gosh, that's Ooh. our decision right now? Yeah... I was waiting for a Alrighty. Condoms. Just all the condoms. <laughs> so, choose four of the following items. Mark your choices so you remember what's in your backpack. But be careful. The items you select might mean the difference between life and death. Uh, I'm just going to give Sam a board and a marker so she can just write it down for you guys. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, yeah, don't don't thank Chris for a, for a hang. Sam's writing. Alrighty. So, we have a bottle of water. Cell phone. Compass, first aid kit, mosquito repellent, pepper spray, pocket knife, rope, waterproof matches, and a whistle. Whistle. I say knife. No. I'd say since everyone, there's enough for 
There's four to choose from. Each one of you gets to choose at least one. What? Whistle. So, Brandon chooses a whistle. Put it down. Make yourself easy to find if you ever get separated from your family. Blow this whistle. The sound will lead them to you. It's actually yeah. a good choice. Knife. Yeah. Knife. Pocket knife. This handy trinket is for cleaning fish, cutting small branches, and countless other uses. Yep. Most outdoorsmen never leave home without their trusty pocket knife. Yep. Sam? I'm going to go with the waterproof matches. Okay, waterproof matches. That's a good one. I was going to pick that one. I'm going to choose the bottled water. Because I feel like you might be on a lake. That doesn't mean that shit's clean. Yeah, no. That's perfect. Bear's pissing that. Yeah, fish pissing that. I piss in that. So turn to page 26. All if right. I broke, that would have been a good one, too. Yeah. Before this vacation, you never would have been able to read a map. But yesterday, Kate spent part of the car ride showing you how. That's why you can read the book. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing to teach someone, though. Yeah. Uh, ba, 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 ba. It almost made you glad that she's gone camping so many times with your cousins. This morning, you put your new skills to the test. You followed the map to a secret fishing spot your dad had circled in red. It's where your grandpa used to take him so many years ago. Wink. You. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you couldn't stop grinning after you led Kate straight to the place, using only the map and her compass watch. Of course, she pretended it was no big deal. The bad news is that it's taken more than an hour of hard paddling to get here. According to the map, you're nearly three miles away from camp. The sun begins to rise, shining brightly against the right side of your face, and you wonder... Why you needed to go so far, as if reading your mind, Kate answers, Dad will think it's cool if we catch breakfast at his secret spot. You're nervous about being on the water, but at least the fishing turns out to be good. As you reel in your first catch, you finally admit that you're having fun. Kate laughs and splashes you, and you continue <laughs> pulling in fish. Splash, splash. Turn to page 36. <laughs> what is this book become? Incest, baby. <laughs> It's another 45 minutes before you notice that the wind has picked up and has pushed the canoe even farther from your campsite. You hear a loud rumble and you look upward. Enormous black storm clouds roll towards you, blotting out the sunlight. You barely have time to register the dangers before the downpour begins. Turn to page 49. There's, Kook, there's Dookie on this page. <laughs> Dookie. Uh, oh, that's gross. That, that's real life shit. Real, real shit. Not even like a drawing. It's literal. <laughs> Some kid was reading this in the bathroom and having a time. You've never seen such heavy rain before. It pours onto you with such force that you can hardly see Kate sitting in front of you. Thunder booms, rattling your bones. You feel a sudden terror. You remember the book's advice. Never go anywhere without telling an adult. And you moan. The canoe is in the middle of an unknown lake. You can no longer see the shore and your parents don't know where you are. A whistle would be really handy at this moment. Oh? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> A bolt of lightning brightens the gray sky. Jagged streaks of light work toward the ground. Your situation has just gotten worse. You squeak like a frightened mouse as you imagine yourself being electrocuted. Fear rises within you. Fear piss. You piss yourself. You need to move. You need to get away. Panic sets in. You do the worst thing possible. You stand up. We have to get off the lake. That lightning, it could kill us. Janie, sit down! Shouts your sister. Please, you're rocking the boat! Rock the boat, rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat, I'll tip the boat over. You know she's right. You should sit. But you're no longer in control of your body. We have to do something. We have to. The world is turned upside down. Your lungs burn. The choke. You choke down a mouthful of cum. <laughs> Water. 
water. He took down water. The boat has <laughs> rolled over. It just misread read common water, obviously. <laughs> common mistake. Common mistake. Very common, right? We Good. No. Would you say it's a common mistake? <laughs> the bolt has rolled the boat has rolled over. You're in the lake and so is your sister. You notice Kate's compass watch sink beside you. You're helpless. You don't know what to do. You're going to drown. You're sure of it. But then you feel the tug of your life jacket. It pulls you upward. Thank God you're wearing it. You break the water surface, you're alive. You gasp for air. But you choke once again as wave after wave slaps your face. Slaps it. Slaps it. You take a deep breath and shout, Kate! You receive yet another mouthful of flake. You listen for her reply, but are answered only by the roars of water and wind. You can't see her, you can't hear her, and you've lost sight of the canoe as well. You're dead. Lightning flashes above you, but you continue your frantic search. Kate is bossy. And she gets on your nerves, but you don't want to lose her. This is all your fault. For several long minutes, you search the murky water. Your arms and legs grow tired. You won't last much longer. The lightning is getting closer, too. If it strikes anywhere nearby, you'll be a goner. You should swim to shore, or you might never make it. But you don't want to leave Kate behind. What will you choose to do? If you, if you choose to continue searching, go to page 12. If you choose to swim to shore, turn to page 83. Sure. Sure. No man left behind. Search. Yeah. Search. Yeah. Okay, we're going to page twelve. This <laughs> is like we're gonna die. I and we're like sure so you can get yeah. a better look, and then if you have, uh, the, you have like, watch Kate. She's already there, and she's just watching you drown. Exactly. <laughs> Despite the danger, you won't leave Kate behind. You fight against the waves, swimming in circles. Kate. Precious minutes pass. You're afraid you won't find her. You imagine the worst. Kate! What if her life jacket failed? What if she was knocked out? What if she doesn't make it? You fight forward. You swim faster. You thrash against the brutal storm. I stopped saying Kate because I'm tired of it. <laughs> then it happens. You thought it would come slowly. You thought you'd have time to react. You were wrong. You, your rush of adrenaline wears off. You're out of energy. You can't swim. You can't fight the waves. You can't even lift your arms. You're at the mercy of the storm. The waves pound you, one after another, like your sister does. <laughs> she, she is the bossy one, after all. God. Without enough strength to turn away from them, you're overcome by the onslaught. You choke on a mouthful of water. You gag and try to vomit. But before you can, the next wave crushes against you, forcing down water, more water down your throat. You can't breathe. You can't even gasp for air. How long since you took your last breath? How much longer can you last? The answer comes too quickly. You think of Kate. You hope she's made it to safety. She probably has. Then everything fades to black. No. the last thought you ever know. Turn to page 139. What? Did you add that? There's no way it says this. <laughs> no! The end. Try again. Oh, so I guess we're going to shore, right, Weez? It really just said, turn the page. Here you go, motherfucker, the end. I like how they, like, wait to... They're like, wait for it, wait for it. Yeah. Eh, fuck you. Eh, fuck you, kid. Here you go. So I guess we're going to shore on page 83, right, Weez? Yep. Weez is like, like I fucking said. Well, there's bears on the shore. Your survival instincts awaken. I thought you wanted to find the bears. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you didn't want to go to the shore? But you didn't want to go to shore. I mean, it sounded more dangerous to stay, though. He wants to die the quickest. 
I thought you wanted your sister to die quickest. Yeah, you know, things change. Your survival instincts awaken. You tell yourself that Kate has already made it to land. You need to do the same. You calm yourself. You take a deep breath. You close your eyes. In your mind, you try to picture what you saw before the storm. You try to remember which shoreline is nearest. It doesn't help. You can't even tell which way you're facing. All you can see in every direction is water, rain, and darkness. You slowly and steadily begin kicking your legs. You propel yourself forward. Are you moving closer to land or farther from it? You wish you knew. Turn to page 64. Your muscles ache. Each minute lasts an eternity. How long have you been in the water? An hour? Two? You can't be certain. Yet the rain hasn't even slowed. Yeah, let's just fucking... Okay. Do we make it? You've made it. Okay, good. We made it, guys. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> you crawl out of the lake safely onto solid land. You glance backward, hoping to see Kate coming out of the water behind you. But no one else is there. More tired than you've ever felt before, you collapse into the mud and grass that surrounds the beach. You close your eyes and rest your head. Your last thoughts are again of Kate as you fall fast asleep. Your penis grows harder. <laughs> you die with a heart on at least. Wait, did it really say your last thoughts for Kate? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> That's why you have a heart on. Oh, it also said that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, <laughs> that wasn't an improv. That was not an improv. That was <laughs> It just has it in there, weirdly. Yeah, the, <laughs> the rest of them were like... Chapter 4. Alone. 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 <laughs> I'm glad someone got my reference. Yep. I got it. You're awake. The sun has shifted. It must be afternoon. You feel like you've fallen down a flight of stairs. Your head throbs, your body aches, and you aren't sure why. For the briefest moment, you forgot where you are and what's happened. But it all comes back. You lift your head, sending a ripple of pain down your spine. You remember Kate, lost in the wilderness, just like you are. The for- You force the pain from your mind and push yourself up out of the mud. You get onto your hands and knees. Then, with a soft grunt, you lift your hands off the ground, and you work your way onto your feet. Your muscles burn like a newly lit match. Your empty stomach churns, begging for food. Your mouth tastes sandy and dry, but you won't allow yourself to think about your discomforts. Not while Kate is missing. You scan the lake surface, and you suddenly realize it isn't raining anymore. In fact, the sky is cloudless and blue. Under other circumstances, this would be a very pleasant morning. Now all you can do is wonder how long you've been asleep. The lake is perfectly still, providing no trace of its earlier fury. There isn't a sign of Kate either. Or the canoe, for that matter. Yada But where is she now? Is she searching for you? Or is she sitting somewhere, waiting for you to find her? For that matter, you can either wait for her to come upon you, or you can try to find her yourself. What will you choose to do? Let's go look for her corpse. If you choose to stay where you are, turn to page 53. If you choose to look for Kate, turn to page 19. 19. Hint! If earlier in the story you chose to swim with Kate, turn to page 142 for a helpful hint. What? Let's see 142 for the helpful hint, because we did swim with her. Yeah. Oh, we did, yeah. That's true. So, let's see. Page 142 for the helpful hints. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's kind of cool. Knowing Kate, she's already looking for you. By waiting there, where you are, you'll have to have a better chance of being found. They put cheats in here? Yeah, there's a oh cheat. Oh my god. I mean, that's a helpful hint. I mean, you did swim with her. I think that's that's a reward for choosing to swim with her. Yeah. For dying? For, for one decision. No, you did not die. So, if you choose to stay where you are, turn to page 53. If you choose to look for Kate, turn to page 19. I guess we're staying. Let's stay. Yeah. We're staying. Let's be like every child lost at the mall. Stay, where, stay, stay put. Oh, that was not me. <laughs> I know. 
I figured. <laughs> yeah, I, I moved. You know. Oh, I did too, but that's just because I was stupid. My parents would be like, stay right there. And then I'm like, I panic. I'm just going to wander. <laughs> Your book said that if you're lost and someone is looking for you, the best thing to do is wait in one spot. Kate is alive. She has to be. And if she is, she's definitely searching for you. You'll trust her to find you. Besides, now your mom and dad know that you and Kate are missing. The canoe is gone. They'll come looking for you. You'll be with them again in a matter of hours. You're sure of it. You peel off your life jacket and toss it to the ground. It makes an excellent cushion. Turn to page 85. I like that it just pretty much was like, Hey, kid, you, uh, you were smart enough to go swimming with her. Just stay put then. <laughs> the first and most important step to any survival situation is to stay calm. You remember reading that in your book. But right now, being calm isn't a problem. You're more than calm. You're bored. Of course, you also remember your book, Reaching Patience. <laughs> don't make rash decisions, and don't second-guess your choices. You're second-guessing this one. How long have you been waiting? Four hours? And how much longer will it be before Kate or anyone finds you? You imagine your sister, naked, right in front of you. <laughs> somewhere along the shore, sitting in her own spots, wondering when you'll come. What if she's hurt? What if she has a concussion or worse? As for your parents, maybe they think you went for a hike and the storm blew away the canoe. Maybe they're searching in all the wrong places. It's time to move. Time to do something. Or is it? What about the book's advice? You're not sure. You're hungry, tired, and confused. You want your... A terrible scream echoes through the forest, distracting you from your thoughts. It's Kate. She's far off, but it's her. And there it is again, another scream. Your sister is alive, but something's wrong. You jump to your feet and shout her name. She doesn't answer. Instead, she screams a third time. You, you yell again. Still, she only screams. You rush into the dense cluster of trees, shouting, Kate! The branches extend toward you, like a thousand arms reaching forward. Their edges are sharp. They scrape your hands, legs, and face as you hurry past them. They're everywhere, all around you, never ending. You can't stop. You find your sister. You must find your sister. You have to make sure she's okay. You fight. You fight through the thick vegetation, ignoring the pain and blood. You weave around trees, over rocks, and past bushes, following the sound of your sister's cries. You find her with Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Leave me alone. Whoa. <laughs> I'm tired, I'm tired. <laughs> At last, you break into this small clearing. A narrow stream flows gently down the middle of this open space. A bear cub laps up a drink of water with his long pink yes. tongue. Kate stands a few feet behind the cub, your backpack beside her. She must have grabbed it and brought it to shore. Are we all on the same page here of Kate's fate? For a moment, <laughs> feelings of joy and relief return to you. But then you realize that Kate is crying. You see her take a deep panic breath as if to scream yet again. And you notice that Kate isn't looking at the cub. She's staring at the cub's large, angry mother on page 88. I Chapter mean, she's five. doing the right thing. Blubber. Blubber. You're supposed to make loud noise. You've never seen a bear before. This one has to be a black bear. It's the only type found in Minnesota. The animal is bigger than a refrigerator. Its teeth are the size of your thumb. You'd probably be excited if you weren't so scared. Kate is in real trouble. You remember reading that black bears don't normally attack humans, but they might if they think your their cubs are in danger. Kate is standing too close to the mama's baby. You know your sister would never hurt the cub. She loves animals, especially cute, harmless little ones that she'll beat and stuff later. 
but the black bear sees Not Kate as a threat. <laughs> yeah, I, I lost my words. Yeah. The, bla- the big bear glances at you and snarls. Kate shoots you a pleading look. The bear turns toward her again and roars. Well then. Kate flinches. <laughs> she takes a step backwards. She's going to run. Is running away from a black bear the right thing to do? No. You scan your memory, trying to remember what you read about surviving a bear encounter. But your thoughts are like snakes slithering away. So I'm a snake. You can't grab onto them. <laughs> snake a snake. This is probably the most important moment of your life, and your brain isn't working. You're too panicked to think. Panic. The word sounds familiar. There is something in your book about panic. At last, you have an idea to cling to. Suddenly, your memories come flooding back. You step farther into the clearing. Part of you can't believe it. You're moving toward the bear, but it's the only way to help Kate. Jamie! Her voice is breathless and tight. What are you doing? She gestures toward the large creature as if you haven't seen it. Get out of here, the bear! Kate, listen to me. I'm going to tell you how to survive this situation. What will you choose to tell her? There are three options. If you'll tell Kate to run, turn to page 39. No, no. If you'll tell her to back away slowly, turn to page 45. Oh, definitely not. If you'll tell her to climb a tree, turn to page 117. Do not climb a tree. Number number two. They climb trees. They climb them fast. Why do you think they put food up in trees, though? Running, right? No, but still, it'll (laughs) climb a tree. Running? No, back not away running. slowly. It's back away slowly. No, I know what it's, it is. He wants to kill the fucking back away slowly. <laughs> page 45. I'm run, trying to run, survive. Run. Ooh, we got the poo page. <laughs> we need the poo. <laughs> okay, what, what, are you, what are you guys doing? We're backing away slowly. Okay, run. run. Oh, fuck you, fuck you, Brendan. <laughs> I want to see her get eaten by a bear. You don't run, you tell her softly. It'll chase. If it catches you, you don't finish your sentence. You're afraid to say the words. Then what do I do? Kate cries. How do I get away? Just do what I do. You say, making your voice as steady as possible. And no matter what happens, no matter what the bear does, don't turn your back and don't run. You tilt your head downward, staring at the mama bear's paws. You make special care not to look her in the eyes. You begin talking slowly and calmly. It's okay, bear. We're not going to hurt you. We're going to back up and leave you alone. We're going into the forest. You'll never see us again. Oh, Paul, you can't come into my forest like this. <laughs> Get the, the fuck says, out of here. This is blood and honey. You're my territory. Is that Jim Cummings? Yeah, it's Jim Cummings. You heard him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what they're fighting against. You know? Yeah. Uh, you continue talking in a slow, monotone voice. You carefully take one step back, then another. The distance between you and the bear grows. Kate copies your every move. She mumbles quietly and begins moving backward. Good job, Kate. That's exactly right. You take a final step and you're safely within the cluster of trees. Kate is almost there too. She's just a few feet from the forest shelter. You both relax as you feel the danger fading. Kate even lets out a quick, sharp giggle of relief. It's a tremendous mistake. Pissed off bear! (laughs) The sound startles the bear, dropping onto all four legs. She charges towards your sister, snarling all the while. Kate screams, What do I do? Oh, no. You have to try something else. You have to defend the side fast. What will you choose to tell your sister? If you'll tell Kate to run, turn to page 39. If you tell Kate to climb a tree, turn to page 117. If you'll tell her to stand still, turn to page 32. 
Run. No, still. No, run. No, it's not. Run. You want to kill her. I'm trying to keep them alive. But what's here? Uh, it's the sec- it has to be the second one. Because if it tries to climb a tree, it'll climb after. Well, actually, I don't know. I'd it's say a, still. It's a black bear. I don't remember. I know you can't outrun a bear. Like, outrunning a bear is fucking stupid. Yeah, go, they oh. run 40 miles per hour. Why do you know exactly how fast? Because I watched the dude on TikTok who just talks about uh, <laughs> animals. I watched the guy that goes in the forward Florida Everglades and just picks up the random invasive species. <laughs> and he'll just be like, whoop. <laughs> and he'll sometimes have like a handful of just toke geckos that are all just screaming. I don't even know what the dude's name is. I just know. No, what is your choice? Okay, running. Okay, uh, one for run. It's either it's either climb tree or stand still. Go with your gut, Weiss. I feel like stand still. Stand one for stand still, one for running. Ooh. Which one, Weiss? Tiebreaker. Uh, I gotta I gotta stand with. I gotta You're stand gonna stand run. With got Sam, it. Yeah. Run. Got it. No, <laughs> we're not running. I want to see you get So stand still on page thirty-two. Chapter 6, Face-Off. Good choice. Wait, what? No, no, no. Uh, it's called Face-Off? Yeah, Face-Off. Like the bear's ripping your face off? Yeah, yeah. And trading faces with you like uh, John Travolta <laughs> like, in the cage. That's too early. That's too late. Don't move, Fjorder. Stay there. Pretend you're not scared. <laughs> she's, she's standing like a, what's it called? Like a bad meme. I don't know. Look. I don't know what I'm saying. Let me see. She's just standing kind of well, weird, like, right? Well, like, her, like, butt's out. It's like that whole, like, s- better see. posture thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, weird, right? <laughs> like the Chad and Virgin memes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there we there go. We go. Yeah. She's the Virgin yeah. Kate. <laughs> virgin Kate, Chad Bear. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds crazy, but Kate's only hope, if she can stand still without flinching, the bear might not might see her as a threat and think twice about attacking. Every stride brings the large animal closer. But to Kate's credit, she does as you tell her. She doesn't budge. Instead, she raises her arms and growls. For a second, you fear the worst. The bear won't stop. She'll maul your sister. But then, just three feet away, the mama bear ends her charge. You can hardly believe that anything moving so fast can stop so quickly. The bear doesn't retreat. She studies Kate, nose twitching as if waiting for your sister to make another mistake. You hold your breath. Kate stands rigid like a statue. Will the bear leave her alone? Finally, after several tense moments, the beast stands down. She casually lumbers away, grunting an order to her cub, who never seemed to notice her presence or Kate's. The young critter <laughs> trots alongside his mama, and the two step into the thick forest as the far end of the clearing. The mama bear pauses. She looks back toward Kate, then trudges to your backpack. She scoops up your bag in her teeth and glares at you, almost daring you to stop her. Just... Flips you off to you somehow. Then the animal follows her cub. Fuck you. Disappearing with your backpack into the thick formation of trees. (laughs) They looted us. (laughs) Kate lets out a long, deep sigh, which turns into a loud, wild moan. Suddenly, she's sobbing. Her body shakes. She collapses to the ground, folding herself into a tight ball. You move to your sister and sit beside her. Truly, she has lost that day. Brandon, she should be happy. (laughs) <laughs> She's dead inside. <laughs> See? So she did die. I mean... You wrap your arms around her and squeeze, mixing your own tears with hers. You're still scared, yes, but the two of you are together and safe. Turn to page 15. Yay, wholesome. Screw you, Brandon. <laughs> I want to. I want to see how bad it gets. Can we look at that after? <laughs> okay, one of them. What's it called? If you ran, it took you to page one thirty-nine. Oh, just the end. Yes. Oh. And then the other one, if you climb the tree, it would take you to a page, and then it would take you to one thirty-nine as well. So both were wrong. So no matter what, just gets a little. But they don't have like a detailed description of. 
No, it just goes straight to the end. Lame. They don't have her getting eviscerated. It's there is no Arl Stein good and good badass. No, you that. cannot lick the blood off of her. <laughs> no. We're, all, we're never going to let that happen. <laughs> we're going to go to our graves and be like 60 years like, remember that time? <laughs> you stay in the clearing for a long time. You're afraid to talk. You're afraid to move. You're afraid to do anything that might attract the mama bear's attention. Mosquitoes torment you. You watch as they land on your flesh time and again. <laughs> they suck your blood. You oh. begin to itch. It's almost more than you can take. Finally, your, fer- your fear begins to fade. You fend off the cloud of mosquitoes, and you even manage to shor- a short nap. When you wake up, you consider your opinion, your options, your opinions. <laughs> no, we really screwed the pooch on the parents. I really should have screwed my sister instead of the pooch. <laughs> You can search the area in case that mama bear dropped your backpack nearby, or you can return to the lake. What will you choose to do? If you choose to go back to shore, turn to page 20. If you choose to look for your bag, turn to page 44. Hint, if earlier in the story you chose to stay in your tent and read, turn to page 144 for a helpful hint. We did not. We went swimming instead. So what do you do? Are we going back to shore or are we going to look for our bag? I'm not looking for the bag. So you're going back to shore? We lost those One things. for shore. Oh, look at yep. the bag. I'd One say, bag. let's do the shore, because... Okay, page 20. We will lose Brad, against Brad, the bear. you are losing this game. I'm so sorry. <sighs> I would I would have gone for the bag. I, I don't know. I feel like Brandon's right on that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kate, we need to get moving, you tell your sister. She doesn't answer. Kate, we need to get back to the shore. Oh, we'll have a better chance of being rescued. Silence. You wait. Finally, she speaks. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here. Where there aren't any bears. Oh my Kate, God. come on. No, Jamie, I'm not talking about it anymore. Now what? You know you should go to get to the waterfront, but you don't want to leave without Kate. What will you choose to do? If you choose to stay with Kate, turn to page 120. If you choose to go alone, turn to page 66. Stay with Kate to see where this happens. I want to see where this writing goes, yeah. I want to stay with Kate to see her get mauled by a bear. <laughs> so stay with Kate on page 120. We all have our reasons, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, this picture of you. <laughs> uh. All right. Oh, my God. That's a lot of fucking words. All right. Let's go ahead. Skip it. Uh, you help Kate build a tall mound, and you spread it evenly within the... When the last of the day's light disappears, you and your sister lie on your makeshift bed. It provides a only bit of comfort against a chilly, dark night. But you hold each other tightly, and that at least is something. Turn to hold each other real tight. Yeah. <laughs> We have to stay warm. Take off our clothes. We have to take off our clothes. Sis. No, you have to take them all off. Take the bra off. Yes. (laughs) Chapter 7, Night. Do I I have to? You know you should sleep. You're going to need your strength. But despite your best efforts, you can't seem to do it. Kate's arms are wrapped around you as she tries to keep you warm. It does little to brace you against the cold. Who would guess that such a hot day would be followed by this frigid night? Too zombie-like. You aren't sure what the temperature is, but you've never felt so cold before in your life. You're miserable. You cannot imagine your situation getting worse until you begin to hear noises. A twig snaps to your left. Leaves rustle to your right. You tell yourself it's nothing. Probably the wind. But you can't get yourself to believe it. Because how can a wind break a twig? Right? It's true. Yeah. You're scared. You want to wake Kate. But she looks so peaceful after today's trauma. You don't want to scare her without good reason. What will you choose to do? If you choose to let Kate sleep, turn to page 59. If you choose to awaken Kate, turn to page 91. Let her sleep. Let her sleep. What about you, Brandon? 
wake her up. She's just gonna be a hindrance at this point. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of like if we let her sleep, will the bear just attack her while she's sleeping? <laughs> Sorry, just just waiting for you. <laughs> it's just like wait. <laughs> so we're just gonna let her sleep. Right. I've already outvoted. Kate has been through too much already. You'll need her at her full strength in the morning. Yep. Besides, the sounds are probably your imagination. There's nothing out there. It's best to let her sleep. A few feet away, something growls. You roll over. You shake your sister. You're frantic. Kate slowly opens her eyes. She's confused and groggy. Kate, there's something out there. Still half asleep, she looks at you confused. What are you? A wild animal pounces on top of you. It's followed by a second and then a third. You hear the snarls and growls of wolves. They attack. You're helpless to defend yourself. You see a flash of white teeth. You have a moment to wonder what would have happened if you made a different choice. Then everything goes black. To page 139. So, that's our second death. We have one more life to live. Do you want to go for the bag? Uh, well, I mean, we could wake up Kate. Page 91. Yeah. Wake her up, I guess. Wake me up inside. Wake me up. Save me! Oh my god, there's so much to read. Uh, you want to let Kate see, sleep, but you're afraid of what might be out there. Gently, you shake your sister. She slowly opens her eyes. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff. Kate hesitates. I don't know. A few feet away, something growls. Panic builds within you. You violently tug Kate off the ground, almost pulling her arm out of her socket. Get up. You scream. Run. You push her. Your body is stiff with cold. Uh, is it a bear or something worse? A loud crack fills the air. Crack is whack. You stop in your tracks. What happened? Where is she? You crouch down, crawling toward the ground. <laughs> Sound of her moans Kate. You whisper loudly, Jamie, my leg is hurt. Owie, owie, I'll help you. <laughs> she shrieks and claps her crying. I can't, Jamie. It hurts, it hurts, it hurts. Wait. You realize you can't move your sister. It's too late. She broke her leg or some shit. Just give her the best parts. Why are you <laughs> I can't, it's too late. Bye. You're the best parts for Brandon. The animal has finally caught up. You hear it panting behind you. A low growling sound seems to come from everywhere. You stand in turn, prepared to shield your sister from danger. When the animal attacks, you'll be ready. But through the darkness, you make a startling discovery. There isn't one animal waiting to attack. There are several... You and your sister are almost entirely surrounded by a pack of wolves. Turn to page 70. Ah, we're dead, either way. We're dead, we're nice. dead, we're Chapter dead. 8, wolves. Arr. There's a she-wolf. Shakira, get out of here. And then she just <laughs> Yeah, yeah, get out of here. Get your tax evasion ass out of here. Apparently she finally paid her taxes. Good for her. Her kids no longer lie. The situation is almost too much. Your sister is lying behind you, unable to move. In front of you, at least seven wolves await their opportunity to pounce. Oh, we're dead. The largest of them steps closer. The others stay a few feet behind. You don't move until he does. He must be their leader, the true Sigma male. <laughs> God damn it, Chris. <laughs> you wish you could take a moment to consider how frightened you are? You wish you had time to catalog your mini aches from the empty rumble in your gut to the throbbing stabs in your arms and legs. The time is working against you. In moments, the leader will charge. The others will follow, and then it will be too late. How would you fend off seven wolves? How will you keep them away from your sister? Should you get them to chase you? Attack them first? Play dead? You aren't sure, but Kate's life and yours may depend on this decision. What will you choose to do? If you choose to lead the wolves away from Kate, turn to page 21. If you choose to attack the wolves, turn to page 60. 
If you choose to play dead, turn to page 116. If earlier in the story you chose to stay in your tent and read, turn to page 145 for a helpful hint. Damn. Damn. Guess swimming didn't help you now, bitches. I kind of want to fight the wolf. We yeah. might die, but... You're a true signal. No, we're not going to die. Let's do that. <laughs> All right, we're going to attack the wolves. Page 60. Okay. It's your last life to live, guys. Oh, that's a badass picture. Fucking wolves staring you down. You've got a stick. Whoa. Doesn't... I mean, if you beat the male? Uh, alpha? Maybe? Take his balls. Beat him off. Beat him off. <laughs> <laughs> Just start... <laughs> Ah! Red rocket, red rocket! You're the new Sigma male (laughs) as you stroke the wolf's cock. No! You read all about this in your your favorite Alpha and Omega fanfic. I'm done! My fur affinity account has finally paid off. They were going home, come on. Alpha, Omega, and Sigma, your favorite uh, fanfic. (laughs) I hurt my jaw from laughing. There's no Sigma in ABO. You're scared. You don't know what to do, but then you realize the answer. The leader is the key. His followers won't act until he does. I was right! You, you didn't choose anything. I, I said if we beat the alpha, maybe it'll help. He said beat off the alpha. <laughs> you know what? That's You're what right. we wanted to do. You know what? You're right. I was wrong. Weiss, what's your handle on fur affinity? You can tell us. My fursona. What's your fursona? Uh, the leader is the key. His followers won't act until he does. You don't need to scare all the wolves, just the leader. If he runs, his pack will run too. Kate moans again. You quickly hush her. You don't mean to be rude, but your lives are at stake. Shut the fuck up, you fucking bitch. Shut the fuck up. Got you now. You do not need this right now, Kate. You glance to the ground. A few sticks and rocks are within reach. Slowly, calmly bend down and wrap your fingers around the biggest stone. It's nearly the size of a baseball. With your hand, with your other hand, you grab a stick, similar in length to a kitchen spatula. Perfect. You're gonna fucking spongebob him to death. So far, the wolves have been cautious. Their leader is probably sizing you up, wondering if you're worth the risk. Your only hope is to convince him that you're too much trouble to eat. You launch the stone at the large wolf. He's an easy target, less than ten feet away. The rock hits him on his nose. He jumps back with a yelp. You don't allow yourself to celebrate your perfect pitch. Instead, you continue your assault. You hurl a stick at the beast, followed by everything you can get your hands on. Another stick, a small pebble, a rock, even your boots. Even your sister. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking took his steel toe and used it as a weapon, just like fucking Ice Cube. Actually, that's a good idea. Uh, That's why I have a steel toe shoes. Sketchers. Wish I was kidding. I have Sketcher steel toe shoes. Well, there you go. You don't dare move your move from your spot. The wolf might think you're retreating. You don't want to give him an excuse to attack. You throw everything you've got. You miss him far more than you hit him, and you expect oh. the creature to see through your act. He cringes and ducks, but doesn't charge. He says, lol, cringe, and runs away. No. <laughs> Just as you're running out of ammunition, the wolf makes his decision. He barks at his followers. <laughs> you prepare for the onslaught, grabbing a tennis racket-sized stick, you're... Where the fuck are you getting these you, giant ass saving. sticks? Okay, it's a force. <laughs> he just imagines if you throw the stick, the wolf gets distracted. Yeah. But the wolves don't... Did the don't Disney ru- princesses t- teach you nothing? Yeah. But the wolves don't rush you. Instead, their leader turns away, tongue lolling. His pack waits for him to leave, and then each in turn follows. You've done it. You've encountered an angry bear and a hungry pack of wolves, and you've survived both. Damn it. But as you begin to congratulate yourself, Kate moans again. She's been masturbating the whole time. Oh, it's so hot. My brother fought off wolves. 
She flicks. As she, as she flicks the beam. I hate all of you. He's such a sigma. <laughs> you sit beside your sister and take her hand. She feels cold and sweaty to the touch. Her breathing isn't normal. It's oh, quick and no, she's sick. <gasps> We're safe, you tell her. The wolves oh. are gone. I scared them away. She smiles weakly. But <gasps> when she looks at you, it's as if she's miles away. <gasps> Thanks, Jamie. Go ask Mom when the hot dogs will be ready. You haven't had much first aid training, but you've learned enough in swimming lessons to recognize the signs. Clammy skin, rapid breathing, and confusion. You check Kate's pulse. Her heart is pumping too hard and too fast. That confirms it. Your sister is in shock. If you were anywhere else, you'd call an ambulance. But out here, you don't have that option. It just comes out of nowhere. We didn't take the cell phone. If Kate is going to survive, it's up to you. You have to do something fast. What will you choose to do? Yeah, the cell phone. Like, what reception are you going to get out here? I know, but it's like, I feel like... Call 911. If you choose to elevate her uninjured leg and help... And keep her warm, turn to page 132. If you choose to elevate her head and find her a drink of water, turn to page 118. If earlier in the story you chose to swim with Kate, turn to page 143 for a helpful hint. Oh, no, 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 no. We need to proper... No. <clears throat> I'm actually enjoying this one. As you decide what to do, you recall a rhyme Kate taught you. If the face is red, lift the head. If the face is pale, lift the tail. I was thinking oh, lift man. the leg because whenever people get lightheaded, that's what we do. Yeah. We don't... I've never had a shot case knock on wood, but we've had Kate's one face is yeah. definitely pale. So, if you choose an elevator on injured leg, turn to page 132. I'm, I'm assuming that's our choice. Yes. Yep. Brandon, what's your choice? <sighs> I want to kill her. <laughs> I want to kill that girl! <laughs> one, two, three, four! Chapter 9, Shock. Uh, you begin to sing your favorite song by Fear Factory, Shock. Shock! Dun, 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 Shock! Dun, 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 Alright, for everybody's sake, let's skip it again. I want to hear like, what you're doing. That was funny. Shock! <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a short page. So oh, okay. Mind. When it comes to treating shock, little things can make a big difference. You learn that. Uh, you immediately begin talking in your calmest voice. Kate, it's me, Jamie. I'm here. I'm going to help you. <laughs> you slowly roll her onto her back, taking special care not to jostle her wounded leg. You create a small pillow of dirt under her head, just enough to help her rest. There you go, whisper. How do you feel? She begins to cry. I'm cold. I'm so, so cold. <laughs> Sorry. Let's just do my best to keep you warm, Kate. But first I need to make sure you're nice and comfortable, okay? She doesn't answer, so you continue working. You recall being taught that you're supposed to loosen a shock victim's clothing. You untie her boots and unbuckle her belts. You unstrap her bra. <laughs> Next, you must raise Kate's legs. But your instincts tell you not to reposition her injury. You compromise. Leave her wounded leg alone, but you lift her good leg about ten inches off the ground. You build a pile of sticks, dirt, and grass beneath and gently rest her leg on top of the mound. Having done all you can for your sister, you quickly find your hiking boots. As you put them on, you silently thank your dad for buying such a sturdy pair. Even though you'll grow out of them in, in like a year. Then finally, you snuggle beside Kate. It's your turn to share the warmth that your body can offer. You tell her to be strong as you helplessly wait in the darkness. Morning cannot come soon enough. Turn to page 75. Kate's lifeless body clings to you. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's so many fucking pages. Just, okay, it's just two pages. Just give it. Uh, whether mere minutes pass or several hours, you're not sure. 
Uh, given Kate's condition, you can't wait. You make a tough choice. You'll leave your sister behind while you find help. There you go, Brandon. Yeah. The idea of wandering alone is in this deadly environment causes you to shudder. Before you can leave, though, you have to make sure she's well enough to fend for herself. Her leg has swollen like an inner tube. That's not a good sign, but there's nothing you can do. You take her hand and it feels warmer than before. You check her post and it has slowed as she slept. You gently brush her face and her eyes open. You caress her cheek and give her a nice peck on the on the lips. Morning, sunshine. <laughs> Hi, Chingy. She says in a weary morning voice. How are you feeling? You ask. She glares as only a sibling can. Right, you mumble. Dumb question. Her eyes soften. Yes, it's dumb. It's a dumb question. But thanks for caring, you little bitch. Kate is in rough shape, but she's alert. She appears strong enough to survive on her own, at least for a while. That means you need to get moving. There's no time to waste. Uh, what will you choose? What will you do now? If you choose to search for help, turn to page ninety-six. If you choose to stay with Kate, turn to page one thirty-seven. Help! Help! Let's search for help. Help! 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 So we're going for help. Okay, page ninety-six. It's hard when the bad decision is not obvious. <laughs> Brandon's like chop off her leg. I'll be fine, you assure her, and I'll bring help as soon as I can. You gather as many rocks and sticks as you can find, and you stack them beside her. If any animal gets too close, you say, throw a couple of them at them. They'll scare them off. Your sister surprises you again, this time by pulling you into a gentle embrace. I love you, Jamie. I love you too, you answer. Then you race away so she won't see your tears on page 22. Or your boner. Chapter 10. Hungry. I had to. Hungry. I'm sorry, Lisa. I had to. I, honestly, I couldn't tell if the embrace was real or not. <laughs> no, the right embrace was real. <laughs> That's what I was like. Oh, here it goes. Uh, it's important to mark your trail as you go. Yada yada yada. You find food. If you choose to eat mushrooms, turn to page 122. If you choose to eat red berries, turn to page 68. If you choose to eat white berries, turn to page 112. If earlier in the story you chose to stay, yeah, you didn't stay in the tent. I feel like red berries is probably the safest because red is usually ripe. Mushrooms can be a gamble if you really don't know what you're looking for, and white is usually not great. Yeah. White berries. Red. Okay, we're going to red berries on page 68. One away from 69. Hey, that's a picture of the boy eating. (laughs) You decide to try the red berry. Red is good, right? Apples, cherries, and strawberries are all red. But so are uh, mushrooms from Mario Brothers. And those ones are actually deadly. You bring the fruit to your mouth, but you hesitate. The more you think about eating it, the scarier the idea becomes. What if you get too sick to help your sister? You tell yourself that you need to regain your strength. It's the best thing you can do for Kate right now. You take a deep breath and decide to feed her the berries to see if she survives. No, that's not that's not. That'd true. be great. <laughs> I mean, she's worse off if you need like a test case. Uh, but yeah, you eat the you you the burst of juice is a paradise of flavor. You just you celebrate your decision, feeling certain that you've made the right choice. For ten minutes, you gorge yourself on red berries until at last you decide that you've had your fill. Your gen- your energy has returned, at least for now, and you feel strong enough to continue. Rejuvenated and ready, you fill your pockets with the tasty fruit. Then you start your journey anew, making sure that you break a tree branch every 20 steps. Turn to page 107. You have mean diarrhea. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're dead. <laughs> As you march through the forest, your next discovery stops you mid-step. Up ahead... You spy a bear and her cub sitting outside the small den dug into the hillside. You peer toward the animals, afraid to move. You suddenly realize they're the same bears that you and Kate encountered less than 24 hours ago. You're certain that this fact 
not because you recognize the mama bear or the playful cub, but because you can see directly into their den, and deep within it, you spot your blue backpack. Backpack, backpack. You want your bag, but you don't want to deal with the bears again. What will you choose to do? Retrieve your bag or continue walking? Retrieve the bag. Bag, 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 yeah, bag, bag, bag. It's got bottled water, it's got matches, it's got yeah, a whistle. That's the only reason I'm like, it's worth... Even uh, if you don't get the Chapter food. 11, The Den. The uh, Bears. There's... The Bears, the Bears. Oh my god, there's, the there's so many pages. The okay. Bears. Uh, okay, you got your bag, you reach into the bag, you slip your hand past the book and the map... You fumble for the right item, you pray that you'll find it in time. I'm, I'm assuming you might need to fight the bear. If you have pepper spray in your backpack, turn to page 136. Shit. If you didn't bring pepper spray, but have a pocket knife in your backpack, Let's turn go! to page 84. So we're going to page 84 with the pocket knife to Call fight off the bear. But not for me. <laughs> you got a pocket knife the bear? Your fingers graze the weapon. I will kill the cop. <laughs> Back off, lady. You squeeze your hand around the pocket knife, pulling it out of your backpack. You feel a tinge of guilt as you aim your blade at the bear's snout. But your life is at stake. So is your sister's. You jab the mama bear three times on her nose. No The poor creature bellows in pain. She attacks again. She scratches your arm and bites your hand. You jab with your knife again and again. What did you do, Reese? The bear retreats out of her den. She scurries away, disappearing from view. Your hand is injured. You'll need medical attention soon. But for now, you're safe. With the pocket knife in one hand and your backpack in the other... You slide out of the den, you take a quick look around, satisfied that the bear won't follow you. Yeah, if we had the pepper spray, I probably would immediately ran that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a cell phone in your backpack, turn to page 115. Hey! If you didn't bring the cell phone, but have a compass in your backpack, turn to page 130. Nope. Bad. And if you packed neither, turn to page 123. Oh, Lord. Sure glad we packed that whistle. <laughs> God it's doing It's doing exactly what I wanted to do. Nothing! Exactly. <laughs> Chapter 12, The Shore. Safely away from the bear, you take out your map. You try to decide where you are and which way to go. Without a compass, it's impossible. In the end, you're forced to guess which direction to walk. After your fightful encounter with the bear, you feel weak and more than a little shaken. You allow, you allow yourself a few minutes rest, using the chance to snack on a pocket full of berries. Your energy returns too slowly. You're almost too tired to stand. But thoughts of your sister propel you to action. You get hard. <laughs> the blood rushes there. You stop bleeding from your hand. Thank God it helped. <laughs> you breathe a deep, weary sigh and continue on your way onto page 25. Thank God you're a sicko. After more than three hours of walking, you begin to lose hope. You should have found something by now. Where's the shore? You're tired. Your body aches and you want this nightmare to be over you force a path through cluster after cluster of trees. It's an exhausting process, but at least you push past a final wave of leaves and branches into a vast clearing. The bright sun and cloudless sky blind you for a brief moment, and you don't immediately realize where you are. But then you see the beautiful blue lake. Suddenly it makes sense. You found your way out of the forest! Yeah. You rush into the cold water and splash around. Then feeling as refreshed and as comfortable as possible, Given the situation, you slump into the warm sand and wait. Turn to page 140. You hear the boat before you see it. The thunderous rumble of its large motor echoes in the distance. Yada, yada, yada. Jamie Manning, one of them says. Are you Jamie Manning? No, that's someone else. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, sorry. I'm, I'm, 
I'm a different Jamie. <laughs> man team, man team. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> you nod as they help you back onto your feet, and then you blurt, My sister, you have to help her. You know where she is. The same ranger asks. His voice sounds stern. His eyes reveal an inner warmth and compassion. She's in the forest, you tell him. I marked a trail by breaking tree branches. I'll be, it'll be hard to follow a trail like that, admits the ranger. Plenty of branches get broken in the forest. If you point us in the right direction, we'll do our best to find her. The ranger smiles and begins to speak again, but he is interrupted by his partner. We have Jamie's dad on the radio. He's on his way here. They're the last words you remember hearing before you pass out. Turn to page 72. He died. And gone to heaven. Your sister's breasts are there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just like the Watchmen movie. <laughs> the hospital is surprisingly fun. Sure, you have needles and tubes sticking out of you. IV fluids for dehydration is what the doctor said. But you also have an almost endless supply of movies to watch. Plus, there are video games. Not to mention your cozy mattress and air conditioning. The doctor hasn't let you eat yet. Again, it's an IV thing. But you're already planning your first meal. Chicken strips, french fries, and a chocolate chip cookie. Jesus. Chicken nuggets. Honestly, yeah. No. It's the first thing I'd want. You almost start to drool, but your parents enter the room, ruining your fast food fantasy. They're crying. Jamie, there's something we have to tell you. No. Your dad chokes out the words. Kate, she... What, you ask? He sighs heavily. She didn't make it. They yes. found her in the woods, but it was too late. There you go. If only they'd gone to her a couple hours sooner. After that, your memories become hazy and blurred. You remember the next day and the next and the next. They meld together into weeks. You remember the weeks becoming months. You remember your mom and dad saying time and again that it isn't your fault. You don't believe it. Memories are all you have left of your sister, but those memories are mixed with guilt. You're sure that if you've would have done things differently. She'd be alive today. You could have gotten her out of the forest. You could have helped her reach safety. Instead, you chose poorly. It's a decision you'll regret for the rest of your life. Turn to page 139. The end, bitches. God damn. Oh my god, I'm so glad I chose that whistle. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> oh please oh wait no no Weiss was the only one with a good good item none of us had good items yeah I think if we had gone back to the sisters the water would have been a good choice though yeah yeah but no it didn't let us go back to her so what'd you guys think of Lost in the Wild I you, mean I got the ending I wanted Weiss you were really digging it until uh till the bad ending yeah that sucks I thought we were doing well but I I like this one just cause like we had a uh, if you didn't take this, uh, can't go there. Was, I, I kind of like that little yeah. idea. Yeah. I like that idea as well. It gives you. It does give you more of like almost an RPG aspect yeah. of giving you Who choices. The I, yeah, more choose your own adventures should do that. Where it's like if you have items, yeah, then you can go to this place. There are some. There are some like that. They're pretty cool. The one thing I don't like though is that they say that one thirty nine is the end. Yeah, and there's so no true. There's it, no true ending. Like, yeah, if you're reading it, then you can just see that it just says... Yeah, 139, then you can like, be like, oh, back. Yep, yeah. we're not choosing that one. Whereas, like, yeah, at least Goosebumps, you could be like, oh, what's gonna happen? Oh, shit, I died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed our adventure in the wild. If you guys like what you heard, make sure to like, subscribe, and all that jazz. Uh, we really do appreciate your guys' patronage and all that jazz. 
Uh, make sure to, <laughs> I know I, I'm, I'm out of it. Um, <laughs> make sure to like, subscribe. I already said that, didn't I? Um, God, follow us at DBC underscore pod on Twitter and at Drunken Book Club on Blue Sky. And then we also have our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunken book club, where a dollar a month gets you all the bonus content, a bonus episode every week, these episodes up early, our show notes, and our recipes for the drinks that we have on these uh, episodes that have uh, specific drinks. You'll get you'll find the wild thing there if you join us. It's only a dollar a month. And if enough of you join, we're gonna start a fun little package filled with stuff. This is a drunk Chris not knowing what to say. Yeah. Thank you, Trey, for being our patron. You also get a shout out. Trey, hey, what's up? Hey. Sam, we're gonna find you. You can find me on Twitter. Um, Tumblr and Blue Sky Epizerker Rose. We're all bummed out after that story. I am. I am. What do you mean bummed out? I'm Jazz. Brandon, where can we find you then? Uh, you can find me at your mom's house. Damn. <laughs> your sister's dead and you're saying this? <laughs> your you che- you're gonna cheat on your sister already? <laughs> 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 Fucking pig. <laughs> At least we can find so you. Don't find me on this one. At Force Left Hander. Too, too Drop the E incest. on her. I'm done. Weiss loves the incest part. I'm done. Weiss says, he, he had a conversation with me the other day saying, Chris, there's not enough incest. Can we just like up it up it a little bit? And then like I was like, yeah, I totally will. And when I bring it in, he's, he complains about it. There you go. We're just meeting, yeah. You know, typical native, just taking back his words. Splish splashy. Yeah. Splish Fucking, splashy. what's it called? Indian, Indian uh, given. Yeah, Indian giver right here. <laughs> Fucking takes, no take backs, Lise. No take backs. This, this podcast will have, uh, what, what's the, what's the Rainbow Dash quote? 20% cooler? 20% yes. cooler. It's going to be 20% more <laughs> incest <laughs> per episode. Gosh. Thank you for joining us, guys. Uh, I'll put a song at the end of this. I'm gonna kill that girl I'm gonna kill that girl I'm gonna kill that girl tonight I'm gonna kill that girl I'm gonna kill that girl I'm gonna kill that girl tonight